Well, hello. Welcome back again to another Wednesday Night Live from the Ministry of a Love Outreach. My name is Dave Nelson. It's good to have you here, as always. If you want to uh, chat or let me know where you're watching from or uh, for, the replay, for the replay where you're listening from, because this will be in podcast format as well. Uh, after we're done here tonight, I will upload it in podcast format. So if you don't follow us on podcast, um, you can find us on any podcast platform, iTunes, Audible, Amazon, which I think might be one in the same now. I know Audible's owned by Amazon. But anyway, all the podcast platforms, Spotify, we're out there on that. If you want to follow us on there, there are actually close to 400. I think the last I checked, checked there was um, 396 teachings that are out there in audio format. So if you want to watch the or listen to those, you can. But um, yeah, so we're back again live. Hello, Becky from Gettysburg and Kevin from Gettysburg. Good to have you here tonight. I hope you guys are feeling well. I know you weren't feeling well. Been praying for you, but hope you're getting better along with the, the Colin and the others in your household as well. We will continue to pray for you and we will pray for you at the close of tonight as well online here. So, but yeah, so, you know, the format here is it's not uh, hello, Pam. Thank you for joining us from Williamsburg, Virginia. It's good to have you here. Um, yeah, the format for tonight is there's really nothing that is um, set in stone. I do prepare some things that, to talk about and just to kind of fill the space. But if you have prayer requests or, uh, you know, things we can pray for you about or help you with, we'd love to do that as well with this night. And, you know, the, the, the length of time that I'll go here is really based on your interaction, you know. I could probably, well, I could speak for a long time, but um, I probably have about 15 minutes worth of stuff to to talk about here. But um, again, that's just kind of filler, hoping that we can have, you know, conversations here as well. So, and those of you that do listen after the fact in audio format, um, you can contact me at Dave at aloveoutreach.com. You can go to our website, aloveoutreach.com, and fill out the contact form there. Or you can go on and follow us on YouTube or Facebook. or you know, We're on Instagram as well. Though, to be honest with you, I've mentioned this before, I don't do much posting you know, on either Facebook or Instagram. Um, just don't have a lot of time in the day to do that kind of stuff. And I like to stay focused on teaching the Bible. So, but tonight I'm going to just go ahead and start out by reading to you from the book of Genesis chapter one. And I'm not going to read the whole chapter. I'm, I've got a point to make here as we go through this. Um, but in Genesis chapter one, I'll start with verse 10 where it says, And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters he called seas, and God saw that it was good. So here in Genesis, of course, we have the account of creation. And in the process of creating all things, we are told that everything that God created was good. 
Here we see in the verse I just read, the dry land, also referred to as the earth, and we see the waters or the seas being created, and God said it was good, right? And then as we go down to verse 12, it says, And the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields seed according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit, whose seed is in itself according to its kind. And again, it says here, and God saw that it was good. So there again, right? The creation of the grass, the herbs, the trees, and all the seed that is in them for reproduction. And once again, the Bible tells us that God saw it all as good. Then in verses 16 through 18 of Genesis chapter 1, we read, Then God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And then verse 18 here ends by saying, once again, and God saw that it was good. Now down in verse 21, it says, so God created great sea creatures and every living thing, or, and every living thing that moves, with which the waters abounded according to their kind and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. So you're probably getting the point here, but let me read just two more verses to you. Verse 25, and God made the beast of the earth according to its kind, cattle according to its kind, and everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Then verse 31, then God saw everything that he had made and indeed it was very good. So from the very beginning, everything that God did, that is all that God created was all good. So from the mind of God came nothing but good in the beginning. Even when he created mankind, that's what he had in mind for mankind, was for all things to be good. Okay? His goal in creating mankind was that he would be created in his image. That is, man was created in the image of God. And to God, and of course we know God is good, so everything that God planned from the very beginning is good or was good, right? Mankind, however, we know, made the decision to do what was not good and to disobey God. And that brought about all the sin, all the chaos, all the decay, dying everything that we see in the world today. Man, mankind decided to buy into the lie of the evil one, the one that was here to contradict God. Hello, Gwen. Gwen is also watching from Gettysburg, I believe. 
So man bought into this lie. Again, I just read all those verses to you about how God made everything in the beginning. It was all good. It was all created to be good. Even mankind, even us in the beginning, right? But again, man made that decision to disobey God. They thought they could come up with a better way. They thought they could have something good. And God was good in the beginning to give mankind a choice in the first place. God is love, and love does not produce slaves or robots, right? Mankind was created in the image of God with the ability to think and to reason and to decide, but mankind made the wrong decision. The question was there for them. Was mankind going to believe God, trust God, obey God who created them and who gave them everything that was good like we read here in Genesis? Or was was mankind going to follow Satan? the tempter, the tester of mankind. So there was a test and God did provide a choice there in the beginning. He put that tree there in the beginning, the knowledge of good and evil and said, hey, listen to me, obey me, don't do this. But he loved them enough to put it there, to give them a choice, to make them free. Okay, and then, then along came the tempter the one that was going to test them. And mankind failed the test, right? And God's plan was to put all things under the authority to give dominion to mankind in the very beginning. Authority, giving them authority over everything from the beginning, right? But they proved not worthy of that. And I'll read some scriptures to you about that here in just a little bit. But you know, God provided a remedy. He did something good once again. He did something good. He provided a way for us to be made new. He provided for us a a way to become a new creation. Because the scripture tells us that if, if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. So Jesus was the answer. Jesus was what God provided. So a lot of people today like to blame God for all the evil in the world. Put that all back on God and say things like, if there's a good God, then why this or why that? Really, when we really should be questioning ourselves, we should be questioning mankind in general, because God is good. And everything that God did from the very beginning was good. And then God did the ultimate good in giving us a way to be redeemed, to redeem us and to give us a hope and a future, to give us eternal life, to give us that place where someday we're going to be absent from this body and present with the Lord. Hello, Kevin. Watching from New Jersey. It's good to have you here. So God is good. Again, he meant good from the very beginning. And he means good for us now. But we have to come to the good shepherd, Jesus. And we have to give our hearts to him and to follow him. See, we can't blame God for the bad decisions and the evil thoughts of mankind. Right? 
Right now, it's not all good. We know that. We live in a fallen world and it's not all good. But it will be again. That day is coming when it will be again. Just, you know, you can read Genesis and find out how God created everything. And then you can read Revelation and find out how good it's going to be when that time comes, when we're absent from this body and present with the Lord. So let me read to you some scriptures here out of Hebrews chapter 2. And of course, if you're in a position where you can do so and you have a Bible handy, um, I would encourage you to go ahead and open it up to Hebrews chapter 2. I read from the New King James Version here when I teach, but really doesn't matter. might read a little different couple words depending on the version that you have there. But Hebrews is toward the back of your Bible. You'll find it between a small little book called Philemon and another book called James. Hebrews is right in the middle of that. So if you're looking for it and you find the the, the books in the Old Testament that start with the letter T, you know, like Timothy and Titus and them, right after that, you'll find Philemon and then Hebrews and, and then James. But I'm going to start reading in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 6. And maybe I'll comment as I go here. I haven't thought this through, but Hebrews chapter 2, verse 6, starting in verse 6, it says, But one testified in a certain place, and this was actually a quote from the Psalms here. Um, King David is the one who said this, but he says, But one testified in a certain place, saying, What is man, what is man, that you are mindful of him? or the son of man that you take care of him, right? So David, when he said that, he was contemplating the goodness of God. He was contemplating creation, actually. And he was looking at the stars and he was looking at everything that God created. And he, he was looking at, he said, when I look at, when I see your handiwork, he says, he says, what is man that thou art mindful of him? In other words, he, he, he saw the power of God. He saw the beauty of God in creation. But this caused him to think and say, who am I? You know, what, what is man that you are mindful of him when you've got all this great creation, right? And he goes on here in, in the Hebrews, it says, let me read it again. What is man that you are mindful of him or the son of man that you take care of him? You have made him a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor and set him over the works of your hand. He's speaking of mankind here. Again, that's what God did in the beginning with Adam. He set him over the works of his hands. He put him in a position where he was to take care of everything. And he gave mankind dominion over all of that, like I mentioned earlier. But man blew all of that. And they got cast out of the garden because they made the decision to disobey God. You see, we lose so much and we miss out on so much when we make the choice and we've got the free will to make the choice, but when we, by our own decisions, choose not to include God in our lives and not to listen to the way that he's provided, just like in the very beginning in the garden, he said, here, here's everything for you. Here's everything that you need. Here's all, you know, 
the, the, the waters and, and the, the trees that produce fruit and the herbs and the grass and everything you need and the cattle and everything that you need is right here for you. But mankind chose not to obey God and they chose to go in a different direction. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know why. Let me see if they can hear you. Um, he was frozen. I mean, hello. Hmm. This first word is. <laughs> Who's that? Kevin. He said he meant to say hello, Penny, but he left off the O. <laughs> Oh, well, um, it says I'm live and there is a timer counting down, but I can see that I'm frozen as uh, some of you have reported. So um, I'd kind of like to know where you last heard me if you're hearing me now. Um, I have no clue <laughs> why I am frozen. So I've got to hear from you as to whether you can hear me or not. Okay, so just the audio is frozen. Go ahead. Those of you that are watching that have already commented on Facebook or whatever, um, give me a, like a, a notification that you could hear. Oh, there you go, Gwen. Thank you very much. That's what I wanted to know, what you could hear. Um, I can still see my ugly face frozen on the screen here. Um, <laughs> so I'm not sure. I'm just going to keep talking then because uh, I know that you can hear me and that the audio is still being recorded for those that will listen by audio. But anyway, um, where was I? I have no clue because I was kind of ad-libbing. But... <laughs> So, Payday, yes, we can hear you. Thank you, Payday. Um, um, but one testified in a certain place. Let me just go back because <laughs> I got lost on all that, right? So, you have made him a little lower than the angels. I talked about how God gave everything to mankind in the very beginning. I think I was talking about that and how everything was good and everything they needed right there. But they made the decision. And I think I was what I was kind of building up to, I think, here was um, what do we do today? And I'll talk a little bit more at the, about that at the end. But we still have the opportunity today to obey God. And he has provided a way. He has provided a way. I think that's what I was going to as well, is back in the beginning, he gave them everything they needed, right? And now he's given us everything we need for life and godliness, the scripture tells us. And that is all found in Jesus Christ, in coming to him. He is the propitiation, that is the substitute. He's the one that took the blame. The sin that mankind created, the falling short, you know, all of that, right? God provided some, the way. He provided the Lamb of God, Jesus, who takes away the sins of the world. Thank you, Payday. But yeah, I was saying, what is man that you are mindful of him? 
or the son of man that you take care of him. He goes on and he says, you have made him, speaking of man, speaking of mankind here, you've made him a little lower than the angels. You crowned him with glory and honor and you set him over the work of your hands. Again, God, forgive me for repeating myself here. I got way off, you know, with this, but you know, God put mankind in charge. You have put all things, it says in verse eight, in subjection under his feet. And then it says, for in that he put all things in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not see all things put under him. So in the beginning, right, God did put everything under the authority of mankind. Again, gave us all things good. But it says here in verse eight of Hebrews chapter two, but now we do not yet see all things put under him. So it's not good all of a sudden. It became not good, right? It, it became bad. Why? Because man decided to not obey God. So what is verse nine here saying? Hopefully you're following along with me in your Bible. Verse nine of Hebrews chapter two, it says, but. So we see that first but there in, at the end of chapter eight, but now we do not yet see all things put under him. And that's because of the fall of mankind, right? The disobedience of us, right? But then in verse nine, it says, but we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. Do you see that? By the grace of God, Jesus tasted death for everyone. And look at this, verse 10, for it was fitting for him, speaking of Jesus, for whom are all things and by whom are all things. In other words, Jesus created all things, okay, in, the, in bringing many sons to glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. So Jesus is the captain of our salvation. And what did he do? He suffered for us. It appears that my video is still frozen, right? So... And I don't know what to do about this unless I were to just restart everything and go live again. But I'm just going to continue on with the audio here. So, for it was fitting for him for whom are all things, by whom are, are all things, in bringing many sons to glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all one, for which reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren, saying, I will declare your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly, I will sing praise to you. So God came, or Jesus came and declared to us who God is. He was, he was, in the beginning, we know we read in John 1, right? In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And then it tells us that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory. He declared to us God. 
And it says, and again, I will put my trust in him. And again, here am I and the children whom God has given me. Verse 14 says, in as much then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death. That is the devil. He's the one that came along there in the very beginning and sold the lie to Eve, who sold the lie to Adam, and mankind bought that lie. And now we were separated from God because of our sin, and now we need a Savior. And the captain of our salvation is Jesus. So it says, let me read verse 14 again, Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, He himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is, the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. See, we don't have to fear death. We have eternal life in Jesus Christ. The moment you take, if you're in Christ, the moment you take your last breath here on this earth, you will be absent from the body and present with the Lord. We are just passing on. And right now, as we go through this life, as we sojourn through this life, we are just passing through, right? Just in a temporary body on a temporary earth. Someday, it's all going to change. Verse 16 says, For indeed, he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of of Abraham. Therefore, in all things, he had to be made like his brethren, that he might be a merciful and a faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make propitiation, that's that word I used earlier, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. He paid the price. He went there for us. He shed his blood. He took the punishment for us. And verse 18 says, for in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. So today, I say it like this. I say, you know, long as, as long as we have skin, you know, we're living in this body, we're going to struggle with sin. We're going to be tempted, but, but we have an aid. We have the spirit of the Lord indwelling us and he makes a way for us to escape. He provides for us a way out. And this happens though, only when we fix our eyes on Jesus, only when we yield to the leading of his spirit, we commit our ways to him and we decide that we are going to be obedient to God. We're going to not buy the lies of this world. You know, all those things that come into our head, Satan, who is a deceiver, comes and says, well, if God, then why this? Well, if God, then why that? All of these different things that Satan comes to lie to you about because he comes to kill, to steal, to destroy. He is the enemy of your soul. He doesn't want you knowing God. He doesn't want you walking in the spirit. He doesn't want you loving God and serving God. 
and knowing goodness in this life and knowing the good that has, that God has for you. So we serve a good God. We have a good God, but we have to make the decision to say, I'm not buying the lie. That same lie that was there in the beginning, the tempter, the devil, Satan, he's still presenting lies to people today. And he'll come into your mind and he'll feed things into your head to distract you, to discourage you, to tell you, ah, that God stuff, all oh, that religion, all oh, that this, that, that, you know, you're missing out on the goodness of God and what he has for you. If you don't come to Jesus, you know, the propitiation, the substitute, the one that died for us, checking my messages here on my phone because I know that there was possibly going to be some messages coming in that way as well. But anyway, I just wanted to exhort you with that, encourage you with that, maybe comfort you with those thoughts. Fix your eyes on Jesus. He, he does have what is good for you. And all things do work together for good. For those who love the Lord, those that love God, that are called according to his purpose, he does have things good in store for you. But if you're not committed to him, if you're not serving him and you're not seeking him, if you're just buying the lies of this world and going with what it has for you, if you're not making the Lord a priority, if you're not making the kingdom of God a priority, well, then you, you truly are going to be missing out. So look, sorry for the um, video freezing here. I have no clue. It's, it shows me that I'm still live in 31 minutes, 32 minutes here. Uh, shows me that 10 of you are watching. But um, if you have any prayer requests, like I said, we are on a delay. I'm not sure. I'm sh comments should still be coming through, even though my video is frozen. Uh do you show any other comments besides that last one? No. Okay. They are coming through. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and pray, like I said I would do. And um, but in the meantime, if you have any comments, you know, or questions, go ahead and um, put them through. So, but let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank you, God, for who you are, that you indeed are good, God. And I pray, God, for just those of us that have been deceived by the tempter, by the evil one, the one who comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy, God. I pray, God, that you would renew us in the spirit of our minds and that we would turn and fix our eyes on you, that we would give our hearts to you, that we would give our lives entirely to you, to Jesus, the one that you provided, the propitiation, that substitute, the captain of our salvation as we read tonight. And I pray, God, for those watching that are ill, that have been ill, I don't. I hope they're doing well for Kevin, for Becky, for Colin, those that I know have been sick, Lord God. And I pray for them and I pray, God, that um, 
your will would be done in their lives. I pray for healing for their bodies, though, that you would just give them wisdom on what they should do and what they should not do. God, for the sake of their health, we thank you, Lord, that you do care for us and that we can cast our cares upon you, for you do care for us. And Lord, we just acknowledge you in all things. And as we come to the middle of the week here, Lord, we pray that you will just continue to work in us your will. You, Your word says that he who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. And I pray, Lord, that you will continue the work that you're doing in each and every one of our hearts, Lord. We just acknowledge you in all things, Lord, and we thank you. And I pray for Matthew, who's having surgery tomorrow, uh, Kevin's son, Lord, in New Jersey, who's having surgery, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the skill, the knowledge that you have given to doctors to do the things that they can do to help the body. And I pray for Matthew, Lord, that whatever this is, and I do not know what it is, Lord, but you know. And I pray that whatever it is, Lord, that it would be successful and that recovery would be fast and that scars would be minimal, Lord, and just that all things would work together for good for Matthew in this situation and in these circumstances, Lord. Thank you for your goodness, Lord. Yes, Lord, we, we pray for Nicole and Kevin, the parents of Matthew, Lord, that, that you would just give them comfort and peace and rest in their hearts and knowing that, uh, that it is well, Lord, again, that these doctors have a skill, Lord, and a talent. And every good, the Bible says that every good and perfect gift comes from above, Lord. So if the surgeons can do good, then it comes from you. So we just acknowledge you and thank you, Lord, in this. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, Payday, amen. Um, it says for we, Where are you watching from, Payday? Just out of curiosity or listening, I guess, is the case now. But Payday says here in a comment on YouTube, um, for we walk, listen, he says, by faith and not by sight. YouTube, question mark, right? So, yeah, we do all things by faith. I did get something that comes in, came in from my phone. I don't know if it's related to what we're doing here tonight, but let me check just to be sure. Um, it's scary. Another brother of mine in New Jersey saying he tried for 30 minutes to find me on YouTube. <laughs> Kept telling me that I had to sign in and I could not figure out how to do it. Oh, well. Sounds like a user error, Gary. <laughs> I don't think Gary's watching, so I shouldn't pick on him. But... um. Anyway, definitely. Hey, Jay, I didn't see you come in, Jay Halstead back there. That's weird. I saw Gwen come in, but looks like you showed up a little bit. Well, your comment showed up late. But um, David, thank you for watching from Apache Junction, Arizona. So anyway, God is good. As I always do here, I kind of just kill a little time just to see your comments or 
see what you have to say. Um, otherwise, I'm just going to go ahead and close it out tonight. Um, I'm using a, a beta version of a software program that allows me to multi, multi-stream. So it's, it's not in the full regular version yet. I've not had this problem, though. Um, I've gone live quite a few times, and I've not had this problem of freezing up like this. Um, I guess I probably could have just shut it down and started it all over, but um, oh well. Like like we said, we, we walk by faith and not by sight, or we listen by faith, as Payday said. But um, yeah, so anyway, I'm going to go ahead and, and shut her down for tonight. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, actually, I always say that. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening, whichever the case may be. And tonight the case is... You were listening. <laughs> I don't know how long you were able to watch, but thanks for being here, everybody. Um, God bless you. Becky, thank you. Says you and Penny have a great night. Thank you. And uh, we'll be talking to you guys soon. And um, I, I will submit this over to the company that produces this software. And um, good night, Kevin. Thank you for watching, for listening. Um. So, yeah, so we, um, what was I saying? Yeah, I'm going to submit this to the company that, um, you know, produces this software. Maybe they can tell me what happened. They have the ability to track it and figure out what happened. So, anyway, I think there might be more coming in on a comment here. So, I'm kind of uh, delaying here even a little further. Yeah, Payday made a comment here, but it, it didn't come. I don't see it all the way through yet, I don't think. Um, oh, yeah, there it is. Uh, yes. Oh, you just read that? Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought you were saying that. <laughs> okay. My wife read that to me, but I didn't see the bottom part here. Yeah, Payday says, if Satan deceived Adam and Eve in the garden, then, then if Satan deceives us today, I think... Are we falling for the same old lies, question mark? So, yep, we're falling for the same old lies. The majority of people are. Um, Jesus said there is a narrow path. Scripture tells us in Proverbs, there's a way that seems right to man, but the end thereof is death. And yep, people do fall for the same old lies. That's why we must be renewed in the spirit of our minds. That's why we must be born again. And I personally, I mean, and, and many could disagree with me on this. That's fine. But I personally believe that every day when I get out of bed, that Satan can still come and deceive me no matter what. I mean, I can sit here and say I've been walking with the Lord for 37 years, but the Bible says, be careful when you think you stand, lest you fall. So that's the last thing I want to do is think that I stand. In other words, think that I stand in my own power and my own strength and my own might. You know, I, I can do nothing 
apart from Christ. None of us can. That's why we need Jesus. Because without Jesus, like you're saying here, Payday, we're going to fall for the same old lies, the same deceptive. There's nothing super clever about Satan. Well, you know, the Bible does say he is, you know, uh, what's the word? I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the word that the Bible uses for Satan. Um, he's cunning. That's it. He's cunning. So he does have the ability to deceive us and he does deceive many people. That's why the path that leads to destruction is broad and many people are on it. And Jesus said the path that leads to eternal life is narrow and few find it. And Jesus said that men love darkness rather than light. And they don't want to come to the light, he says, lest their deeds be exposed. But what it takes is for us to humble ourselves. It takes for us to say, apart from God, I can do nothing. I need you, Lord, and die to ourselves. That's why Jesus said, if anyone comes after me, he must take up the cross and follow after me. Right? It's dying to ourselves. Right? And then we can be renewed by the Spirit of the Lord. You know, we give our lives to Christ and we become servants of his. In other words, servants meaning, I'm not saying you have to become a pastor or, you know, things like that, right? That's not what I mean by, and that's not what the Bible means by being a servant. We're just serving the Lord with every day of our lives, the way we live. Whether we go to work, whether we go to the grocery store, whatever we do internally within us, we're praising God. I was talking to a brother of mine about that this week just about praising God on a constant basis, you know, throughout the day, meditating on the Lord, thinking on the Lord. Again, you're not walking around, you know, like in a daze where you're not able to do your job. You're functioning in society. We're in the world, but we're just not of it. We're not letting it take control of us. That's where we need to be. And that's where we can be by the grace of God through Jesus Christ. That's where we can be. That's what I mean, and that's what the scripture means more importantly, by fixing our eyes on Jesus, dying to ourselves and following him and not allowing Satan to deceive us. Payday comments here again, no wonder I don't like snakes. That's right. (laughs) Or liars. You know, he says, or liars. Well, God is good. Again, thank you for watching. Uh, I always say that. Thank you for listening. I have to say that. We're supposed to be on YouTube here. We're supposed to be on Facebook, but we're frozen. <laughs> and um, But we will go ahead and shut her down now. And uh, if you haven't done so, on um, you're not following us on YouTube um, or liking us, giving it a thumbs up on YouTube, it helps us, as I've mentioned in the past with the algorithms, it helps us to get the word of God out. If you go onto the YouTube channel and subscribe and give it a thumbs up, give this particular you know, teaching or any of the teachings a thumbs up. But check out the YouTube page if you haven't done that. I know a lot of you you know, are watching through Facebook or listening through Facebook now. Um, But if you haven't been to the YouTube page, do go over there and check it out. So God bless you. Payday says, keep preaching, preacher. 
Don't let YouTube slow you down. Amen. I won't, brother, sister. I don't know who you are, Payday, but thank you for being here. Thank you for watching and listening, and we will see you next time. God bless.